use direct pressure to stop life-threatening bleeding when the wound is on the head, neck, or trunk, the wound is on an arm or a leg and you're waiting for someone to bring a tourniquet, or no tourniquet is available. You can also use direct pressure to stop non-life-threatening bleeding. It takes a lot of pressure to stop life-threatening bleeding. That's why you need to push hard. The amount of pressure might be painful for the injured person. That's okay. You need to use a lot of pressure for the bleeding to stop. A flat, hard surface underneath the injured body part allows you to press against something, increasing the effectiveness of the direct pressure. To begin, if you have gloves, wear them. But if the bleeding is life-threatening and you don't have gloves, begin providing care immediately. Make sure you wash your hands thoroughly after giving care. Then find the source of the life-threatening bleeding. Remember, there may be more than one wound. You need to focus on any wound that is causing life-threatening bleeding first. Next, you're going to cover the wound with a dressing. A dressing is a pad that absorbs blood and can promote clotting. Bleeding control kits and first aid kits often contain special dressings called hemostatic dressings. This is a hemostatic dressing. It contains a substance that can promote clotting and help to stop bleeding faster. When there is life-threatening bleeding, use a hemostatic dressing if you have one. Otherwise, use a gauze pad or other available material, such as a clean t-shirt, as a dressing. The technique of applying direct pressure is the same regardless of the type of dressing you use. Place the dressing on the wound and push down with both hands. You need to apply a lot of pressure to stop life-threatening bleeding, so let the person know that it can be painful. This might hurt. Apply pressure directly over the wound until the bleeding stops. Position your body over the wound so your shoulders are directly over your hands with your elbows locked. If you have been trained in CPR, you might recognize this position. Push down using your body weight to increase the pressure. If you need your hands, use your knee to apply pressure. If blood soaks through the original gauze pad, you don't need to do anything, but you can apply an additional gauze pad and continue direct pressure. If that gauze pad becomes soaked, you can remove that one and replace with a new pad. However, do not remove the original gauze pad that is placed directly on the wound. Also, only add one pad on top of the original. Do not stack multiple pads as this weakens direct pressure. If the bleeding stops before EMS arrives, check for circulation beyond the injury. Note the temperature and color of the skin and ask the person if there is any tingling or numbness. Are you feeling any tingling or numbness? Then, Apply a roller bandage over the dressing to hold it in place and maintain pressure on the wound. Place the end of a bandage on the dressing at a 45 degree angle. Continue wrapping the bandage over the dressing. Tape to secure the dressing. Check again for circulation beyond the injury. If there is any change, the bandage may be too tight and you will need to carefully loosen the bandage. 
Are you having any tingling? Are you feeling any numbness? After the bandage is appropriately applied, remove your gloves and wash your hands. To summarize, when using direct pressure to stop bleeding, remember two key things. One, press as hard as you can directly over the wound. Two, hold the pressure until the bleeding stops. Usually this takes at least five minutes, but it could take much longer. Keep applying direct pressure until the bleeding stops, a tourniquet is applied for life-threatening bleeding from an arm or leg, another person relieves you, you are too exhausted to continue, or the situation becomes unsafe.